I never think I would experience last night. I really just sat there and watched my best friend die right in front of me, and I couldn't do nothing about it. In this episode of Sincere Voices of Victims, we sit down with Gary Corbett, the father of Brittany Denise Corbett. She was getting ready to jump in the car and leave again. I said, no, Brittany, don't you go nowhere else. So Park that car behind that house. And so she put the keys on top of the car, and by that time, she called this girl that she thought was her best friend to come pick her up. Brittany was murdered in a drive-by shooting that occurred in February of 2022 along Ozark Road in the town of Newville. Thomas was in the car with Corbett during the time of the shooting. In an exclusive interview with WDHN-TV reporter Aaron Dixon, one of the suspects, Jaden Thomas, claimed to be Brittany's best friend. But police say she was no friend at all. Instead, she was one of their suspects in the murder plot. We went to school together. We did everything. We did really everything together. We hung out um, outside of school. We took trips. We did a lot. We even worked together one time. Her father was the first to arrive on the scene, and that's where our journey begins. The girl, Jaden Thomas, after she pricked Brittany up, they went to Helen to the corner store. And uh, Jasmine, my oldest daughter, said they were supposed to be coming back, coming to her house in Dothan. Well, instead of coming to Jasmine's house, they come back to Newville. Well, on their way back, when they turned on Ozark Road, Jaden Thomas called Clyburn and told them that she was, they was coming up the road. And they was waiting beside the road, waiting on them to pass by. When they passed by, they pulled in at my father-in-law's yard, and they pulled right up beside of them started shooting. They knew exactly where Brittany was sitting in the car. And they shot right there to the side of the car where she was sitting at. Brittany was just 19 years old when her life was cut short due to gun violence. Although her life ended that day, her father remembers her zest for life starting with her love of basketball at a young age. Tell us about Brittany as a child. Well, she was uh, very athletic in school. She started playing girls basketball when she was maybe 10 years old, and she followed it all the way out through high school. And she was very athletic and very a good basketball player at that. Uh, she won some kind of three-point competition up at Alabama State. She was, she was an awesome basketball player. And you said she started at the age of 10. Did, did, was that something that you saw in her as a young age? Yes, ma'am. She liked, she played with the boys out in the yard, and she was just as good as they were. <laughs> and that's what pursued on her and her brother both. Oh, okay. So she had siblings. Yes, ma'am. Uh, two brothers and six sisters. Five oh, sisters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big I got fan. four stepchildren, which I raised them, so they can just my children too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um... Tell me some younger memories, uh, favorite memories of Brittany that you have. Oh, going to the beach. She loved when we went out of town, beach of Jacksonville. And she she just loved to travel. She, she daddy, when we going, when we going, all the time. <laughs> and she, she liked to do stuff outside. We went to any lake or anything. She just loved it. Was she a water sports type person? What, you know, what, what did she like to do other swimming. than basketball? She liked swimming? swimming. Yeah. Is she a good swimmer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes to do a lot of things outside. I mean, 
She basically, when she was inside, she was to herself. You would never know if she was in her room until unless she come out. <laughs> so she was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, most proudest moment of Brittany? When she graduated high school. That's all I asked all of them to do was graduate high school. Whatever you done after then, I was proud of you, but I just wanted you to graduate high school. And she done that. And where did she go to school, and what year did she graduate? Uh, Helen High School. She graduated in 2020. What were some of her aspirations? What did she want to do? What did she want to grow up to be? Well, she was a good artist. She drawed a lot of pictures on canvases. And she didn't really pursue it, but she was a great artist. I mean, she draw, I got pictures at the house. She draw, I got two of them. All the rest of them got gone, but I kept two. But she loved to draw on canvas. She she was a great artist. What did she like to draw? What were some of her favorite uh, things to draw? Cartoon characters and stuff like that. So tell me about your community. Where where did you live? We live on Ozark Road there in Newville. I mean, it's a pretty quiet community. I mean, don't too much to go on now. I, I mean, it's just a quiet neighborhood and everybody know each other. Brittany's dad says she was working at a local donut shop and wanted to sign up for the military to serve her country. Matter of fact, she had talked to an army recruiter the day before she got killed. Hmm. Yep. So she had an aspiration of being in the military. Yeah. That morning, what was the date that this incident took place? Uh, February the 17th, uh, 2022. That day, earlier that day, she had, well, the day before, she had called me and um, told me, she said, well, then I'm coming back home. I said, I tried living with a girlfriend, said that just wasn't working out. She felt something was going on. And so the next day, she called, and her battery was dead, and I got off work. She was at work, and I went and jumped her off. And um, I'm guessing she went on to get her pick her clothes up and come on to Newville. And so I got off work and went on home, and uh, we were sitting on the porch there, and my, one of the door handles on my wife's truck was broke off, and my, my son and his wife was over there and we was just all sitting around the porch and I was working on the truck and I noticed uh, it was already was being gunfire down the street from my house and uh, I noticed Brittany come by on her car passed by and my oldest son uh, Gary Jr. was right behind him and so I didn't pay it no attention and I kept sitting out there in the yard and uh, working on the car and uh, about a couple of minutes later, Junior came back up to the house and said, Daddy, Brittany is uh, down there trying to fight uh, such and such down the street there. And so I called on the phone. I said, Brittany, get your butt back to this house so you ain't got no business down in people's house. And uh, she come on back to the house, and she's fussing and going on, and Junior trying to talk to her, and Zachary trying to talk to her and everything. And, you know, finally they got a little bit calmed down, and, so she was getting ready to jump in the car and leave again. I said, no, Brittany, don't you go nowhere. I said, park that car behind that house. So that's what she done. She parked the car behind the house. She fussed, fussed, fussed. She always fussed when Dad tell her to do something in her. And so she put the keys on top of the car. And by that time, she called this girl that she thought was her best friend to come pick her up. 
And I told the girl, I said, don't you pick Brittany up. I said, you leave Brittany here. She pulled on down the road and got Brittany anyhow. And they went on. And gunfire kept going on, going on. So I got back on the porch and I said, well, let me call the police. So I called dial 911. It was about 520. I dialed 911. And uh, we kept sitting on the porch, sitting on the porch, going on. And uh, the rest of the kids, my old, my youngest son, he got up and he left. He had to run to hell for something. And so Junior kept calling Brittany on the phone. You know, they was talking back and forth. And then, uh, so we kept sitting there. About 30, 40 minutes went there. And the police still hadn't come. So I told my wife, I said, well, doggone. I said, the police just ain't going to come and see what's going on up here. And uh, we kept sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And so it was about supper time then. It was a little, about 10 minutes after 6. And uh, so I got up to go in the house and fix something to eat. And my wife and my oldest son and mother's daughter, they went to the Dollar General. Well, by the time I got in the house and turned the stove on good, the phone rang. It was uh, uh, my father-in-law's wife, Cassandra. She called and said, Gary, said, you need to get up here on this hill. I think they done shot your baby in the car in my front yard. And so I jumped in the truck and went up there, and she was laying there on the ground. She, I picked her up and held her for a little minute. I checked the pulse, and she was already dead. I mean, 